This is the Team Lotus Cares podcast. We connect with business owners and managers to protect your business from cyber attackers while providing business clarity empowered by technology. You can make technology for your business more productive, secure, and simple. Now, here is Maria and Curtis. Maria, how are you doing? I'm doing amazingly. So we are at episode 17. Hard to believe. They're flying by. And I'll tell you, we never have a shortage of things to talk about. I never sit (laughs) down and go, well, what are we going to talk about on the podcast? You know, you would think 17 in, got to be running out of them. We don't repeat stuff. It's no, it's more like, what don't we talk about? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We do have to kind of, well, not kind of, we do have to, we have to limit it. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So I wanted to jump in right out of the bat- box today and talk about good passwords. And what, what brought this up in my mind was over the weekend, I cruised the local news. I don't watch our local news a lot, but um, I don't know. I was kind of curious, oh, what are the local news stations up to? So I watched the local news, one of the, uh, the ABC affiliate here in uh, our home city of Orlando. And they actually, in on Saturday night, had two different stories about cybersecurity. One, the companies aren't prepared. They're not investing in cybersecurity. And then the other one was consumer advice about passwords. And it was, it was not good advice. It was bad. And I will tell you who it is. It's Clark Howard. I like Clark Howard. He's a radio guy. He's been around forever. I don't know if he still does radio or if he's just doing television, but... I always looked up to Clark Howard and his financial advice, but man, his advice on passwords was not good. What he recommended is, now, let me back up. He really recommended you get a password manager. He mentioned KeyPass, LastPass. We like Password Boss, but there's a lot of good password managers and they're very inexpensive, if not free. But if you really want good features out of them and, and really find them the most useful. It's best to pay for them, but they're really cheap. I mean, I know a dollar a month is not out of the question for a password manager. You buy a year at a time. So you're looking at 12 bucks, maybe 15 bucks for the year. But imagine you have good passwords and we'll go over what a good password is with you at all times. It's on your mobile device. It's on your computer and it's secure. But Clark Howard was recommending He said, look, I know you're not going to pay for for a password manager, so store it in your browser. Well, here's the thing. To your point, you know, a dollar, some are free, some, you know, you can pay a little more. And what that looks like, basically, a free version for somebody that's maybe using it for their personal use is, you know, you're able to do one device and it's going to basically give you a password and remember it. And you're gonna and you're gonna secure that with another password, and as long as you maintain that, you are able to you know secure all your passwords and not have to remember thousands of passwords. Right, because you should have a different password for every single website, service, everything should Absolutely. have a completely different. Random is best if you do need something that you can have to remember, like that master password. I. Uh, Come up with a phrase that's only yours and throw in a number or two and and some punctuation. That's how you make a great password. Some wacky phrase that's just so we were kidding around our tech staff meeting last week. I'm trying we were we like to quiz each other on things, and one of the things we were talking about is called the I'm gonna get super technical here for just a second. It's called the OSI model. 
And it's seven layers of how data is transported over wires. Here comes the geek. Yeah, geeky time. No, no. Real quick, the the way that we remember those seven layers is through a, a thing, and it's it's probably going to leave my mind. But no, it's it's actually um, uh, a person does not need to see Paula Abdul, and that's how you remember all of the seven layers is through that. A person well, that's does, probably a true statement for money. People do not need to see Paula Abdul. And uh, so anyway, make it a kooky phrase that's only yours. And that can be a great master password. And then uh, the password manager that you use can, you know, keep those um, separate different passwords, random passwords for each of your um services or websites you use and to go back to why you don't store it in your browser. So what happens is especially Google Chrome does this. I think edge is doing it now. Firefox. I'm pretty sure does it as well. I'm not a big Firefox user, but they will sync your passwords across your devices. So if you move from computer to computer, you can use the passwords across your devices but the problem is it saves them in plain text. I can literally send you a link and I can get all of your passwords out of your Edge or your um, Internet Explorer or your Chrome browser. And Firefox too, I believe. But I, all I got to do is send you a link. I have every one of your passwords. That's you amazing. On it. I mean, and yeah. previously you would say that Chrome probably was a little bit better secured than any other, other browser. Um, but to the point of, you know, how do you choose your, you know, correct password for you, for your scenario, you know, your devices and in your situation. So you have the free, free level that's pretty simplistic. You still have your master, um, password that you have in, in the past, if you lost that master password, you were done, you were locked up. There's no way of getting your passwords and you basically have to go through your hundreds of different accounts and start all over again. Now that there's um, other security features that you're able to retrieve that. Um, and then that gets into the second tier of, you know, it paid, you know, how many devices um, and does it, you know, complicate the password. And so it's policies, right? Policies can just make it a little bit more complicated and a better secure. And then there's like an enterprise level. So how many accounts are you needing and how yeah. do you want to have that group policy and who has authentication rights? And, you know, it just kind of gets a really granular with that. And, and you're, you know, when you get into where businesses are managing passwords, um, the, these password managers are, are low priced and you're right. You can share passwords. Now uh, you can have a, uh, policy that people can't copy a password off of the platform. They can't look at the plat password. They can Making only it plug it in. Extremely secure. Yeah, absolutely. So moving on to another subject, Pennsylvania healthcare provider Keystone Health has started informing patients of a data breach, potentially impacting their personal information. Uh, so this happened between July 28th and August 19th that they discovered an unauthorized party accessed files within their system, and those files contained patient information, including names, social security numbers, and clinical information. In other words, information about these customers' health, whether it's test results. Um, could be a lot of 
this could be used in a lot of very bad ways. And the reason I bring this up, these are happening all the time, but this one is a good example of that somebody lived within that network, within that data system for almost a month, just shy of a month, more than three weeks, undetected. That's amazing. How is that possible? Well, because nobody's monitoring. And, the, and these guys are getting very good at their craft, guys and gals. It is mainly guys, though. who are getting very good at the, their craft of, of going in and finding information. Everybody believes that if somebody hacks you, they want to wreck your life. And yes, they're going to wreck your life by stealing your data. But they also, they want to go undetected. And, and the, the best example of this is... Imagine that um, you somebody breaks into your home, and, and that's traumatic. And, and a lot of it, it's not just the loss of the stuff, but it's the, the violation of your privacy. Is there and, a door lock? And your space. Yeah. Door lock, windows locks. Yeah, exactly. That, to, to, to that prevention. But if they, imagine you found out somebody was living in your home for three weeks. Ooh, that's creepy. There was a movie about that, somebody living in the attic and coming out while no one was home. <laughs> yeah. So so that takes the, the, the whole, it takes it to a whole different level of creepiness and insecurity and being scared. Um, that you, just, I, I can't, you can't imagine somebody living in their home. So we have a guest bedroom and, you know, we're empty nesters. And I'll admit that every so often I open that guest door just to make sure. <laughs> Is the bed ruffled? Does it look like somebody's been in here? But no, seriously though, it, you, and this is this is a minor case. Another case came out last week. Semantic revealed that they were brought in to find out what was going on in a government network of Hong Kong, and found out they have been infiltrated for a year. So somebody was in that network collecting data for a year. It does look like it was a nation state. Um, but again, somebody was in that network for a year. And we've seen it before the, the, you know, where somebody's been there and they've left some evidence, but they didn't do anything that we saw. Uh, but they probably were just there to steal data. So you would think that it'd be no harm, no foul. You know, um, but I think it's because everybody um, is so accustomed to the normal. Oh, I have antivirus. Oh, uh, it's being monitored. But you know, what's being monitored? Who's taking a, you know the and a look at those logs? And how are you making sure that whatever automation you have, if anything, because I, I know of a few companies that don't even do that. <laughs> um, you know, who's taking a look at that and make sure that there's no breakage? I mean, it is tech. It is software. Sometimes not friendly with another piece of software. Um, so it can get a little bit complicated. And so there's a lot of resources out there that can cover these areas, but everybody gets used to the same humdrum. Well, everybody does the same thing. Every provider is just, you know, does the same thing. Um, so that one's good. Yeah. Well, is it really? Yeah. No, we, we've, uh, that's one of the things we spend a lot of time is evaluating uh, these vendors. Matter of fact, I had a meeting with a vendor yesterday who believes that, uh, now they haven't cut, it's it's this this is how competitive the IT space is in 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 coming up with new products and new ideas. And they have a really neat concept on how to filter email and they're selling it. The 
Problem is, it's not here yet. It's going to be released next year. We run into that a lot. You get really excited, and that is amazing. Right. And as soon as it comes out next year, <laughs> I'll tell you all about it. Fantastic. Right. I get it. They want to get ahead and get, get excitement built in the marketplace. But, but there really is, you know, we've been filtering email for eons, for spam and for viruses, and we've done it two different ways over the years. And now... If this new way works the way they say it does, I think it might be a, a candidate for us to and to share with our clients because it it is an amazing way to filter email and um, make it much easier to do the process, make it more user friendly and things like that. So, so yes, as you say, things are constantly changing, whether they break or they're different looking, whatever the case may be. Uh, it does. The human factor is still very critical yeah, in all of it. Yeah. So it's important to to have a provider that has had the experience to um, say that A and B are not compatible, um, and also that they have a, a certain level of you know policy to making sure that their staff members are being on on a regular education cycle, and making sure that you know that a year does not go by without that individual having some sort of certification and some sort of education underneath their belt to be, you know, kind of um, the building block because it, it's just not staying the same. Absolutely. From day to day. Absolutely. Well, we have a webinar coming up. Yes. And that is going to be on the 27th. All right. Yeah. Looking forward to that. So how do they sign up? So they will go to Lotus business tech backslash assessment. LotusBusinessTech.com forward slash assessment. Fantastic. So I look forward to, I'm going to be the one leading the uh, webinar and um, looking forward to that. It's going to be focused on cybersecurity, some pretty simple things you can look at within your own company. And uh, it will tell you whether or not you're in a good spot as far as cybersecurity goes. And I think it's three simple steps. If I remember, I have one that's three and another one that's five. I think I'm doing the three on the 27th that uh, just simple things you can look at. And say, yeah, that's covered. We're in good good shape right there. Uh, regarding firewall, email, multi-factor authentication, antivirus, things like that. So, And also, we have our weekly cybersecuritytips.com as well. Maria sends these out every Wednesday morning. And uh, they have a lot of great information. I was just reading last week's yesterday. I was a little behind on email. But uh, weekly cybersecuritytips.com. We'll uh, get those out to you. Maria sends them every Wednesday morning. And by the way, you can reply to them too. So if it sparks something in your mind that says, hey, I don't fully understand. What do you? What should I be doing in my situation? You can write back and uh, and we'll, we'll get you an answer. Point you in the right direction. That's right. Well, until episode 18, this has been episode 17. Thanks, Maria. I look forward to talking to you again next week. Signing off. See you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Team Lotus Cares podcast. This is a free service of Lotus Management Services, business clarity empowered by technology. Visit us on the web at lotusbusinesstech.com.